You're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Emeline Ramos. This week, I want to talk about a subject that is pretty difficult to talk about. It's whether or not to have children. Yeah, and I think it's harder to talk about the older people get. Yeah, and why is that? Well, because society and our family puts pressure on you to, like, you know, have a child at an early age. But then if you wait a long time, then you can have a hard time getting pregnant. You can have difficulties getting pregnant. I think especially if you're Puerto Rican, right? Right. Like Latino families expect you to get married early and then expect you to have kids right away. Right away. Like why else would you get married? Like when I first got married, uh, I was young. I was 22. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I was still in college, like we were young and I didn't necessarily want to have kids because, you know, we were going to graduate school and then I started law school and it was like, nah, I'm good, you know. But I remember like every time we would get together for a family event, my parents would be like, what's going on? What's wrong? Did you get checked out? (laughs) And it was like, no, we're just like, we're just enjoying our marriage, right? Like, why can't you be newlyweds? Why can't you just be happily married for a little bit? But no, you're expected like in your honeymoon to conceive. Yeah, there's that pressure to, to, you know, to get married and to to be to get pregnant right away. I mean, and I completely broke that mold um, because, you know, I'm 40 and I have never been married and I don't have a kid. Yeah. People were starting to worry about you. Yeah. Uh, for legit worry. You what, know? what do you mean? Well, because, I mean, I think my parents probably thought that I was never going to get married because I just either never brought anybody home or, you know, I the valued window, my... <laughs> the window of opportunity closed. Yeah. They were like, ya, esa, esa pase, pasó. Esa se va a quedar jamona toda la vida. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I valued my education more. I wanted to pursue my career. That was what was driving me. Um, yes, of course, I always wanted to be in a relationship and get married and have kids, you know. But it didn't happen for me in my 20s or in my 30s, you know, in my early 30s. Well, you spent a lot of that time studying. And it wasn't just like studying. You were in medical school and then in residency. You know, I mean, that'll take up a lot of your time. Right. I know. But I had a lot of friends in residency and medical school that were getting married and having kids. So I'm like, Perate, what's wrong with me? If everyone else is doing it, why can't I do it? Well, then forget it. I was just trying to make you feel better. So, yeah. I, I so, know. Never I know. mind. I, I felt like I was like a lost case. I have a lot of older cousins, right, who have kids that are maybe slightly older or younger than me, you know, like second cousins. So growing up, I grew up with all my cousins getting married in their early 20s. And, and having like, kids. And yeah, big big weddings and having kids right away. And not away. just one kid, two, yeah. three. Yeah. yeah, so for me, it was like, okay. So growing up, I was like, okay, so that's what I have to do, right? Yeah. And then I grew up and I was like, no, this is not what I'm going to do. And interesting because growing up, you're not really expected to become a doctor, right? No. And yet you did that. You did what was unexpected and didn't do what was expected. Right. What is wrong with you? That's That's the question. I know. I'm such a disappointment. You went on <laughs> to become a doctor. Like, who does that without getting married or having any kids? But then I look at my friends now who are doctors and who have more than one child. And I sometimes I think to myself, I don't know how you ladies do it. Like, you ladies are my heroes. Because I don't know how you hold it down. What do you mean? They're full-time doctors. You have a, a demanding career, right? Or, or just a full-time mom working a full-time job. Right. And then they have, they're raising these kids to be productive little human beings. You know, they're in school. They're they're in ballet. They're in baseball. They're doing a gazillion things. Yeah. My mom uh, worked full-time. Uh, I don't know how she did it. Oh, wait, I do. 
she would come home from work and with a box of uh, chicken nuggets, 20 piece, and then she'd be like, here you go, quita la comida. Yeah, both my parents worked full time, uh, and it's tough. It, it was four of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I don't even know. I have one, right? Alexi, and that's enough. Like, I, I don't understand. No wonder my parents, when they got down to like my youngest sibling, they were just like, I let them do whatever. You right. know what I mean? We're so tired. It's yeah. okay. He started a fire in a parking lot down the street from the house. No, he didn't. And he, I would have been killed. You understand? Like, I would have <laughs> been absolutely killed. My father would have killed me. And he did it, and they were just like, Ay, de halo. Hey, se apagó el fuego. Ah, pues, fine. Nobody it's got fine. hurt. Nobody got hurt. It's okay. It's just, he's just being himself. He's just, he's just learning. You know, he's just learning. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, my younger siblings got away with everything, too. And it was just, and that's you something? know. Yeah. The, the oldest ones were the ones that got the brunt yeah. of the punishments. We tired our parents out. Our younger siblings should be grateful to us for tiring them out. Because <laughs> by the time it got to them, they were like, ah, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So in our relationship, have you gotten that kind of pressure, uh, you know, about getting married and having kids? Yes, of course. Um, I think more so I get the question or I got the question more of are you going to have kids from my friends? I guess my family was more like, are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Where my, a lot of my girlfriends were like, are you going to have kids? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not even married yet. I, I guess I still have that mentality where I have to get married in order to have kids. Yeah. First. Buena muchacha buena. Right, right. Yeah. And I have a girlfriend who once told me, you don't have to get married. You don't You don't even have to tell him that you want to get pregnant or that you're going to get pregnant. Just get pregnant. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. that is not the kind of relationship I want. Yeah, that's a lifetime movie. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's not happening. Yeah, but I've gotten the question of, you know, do you want kids? Um, are you going to have kids? How many kids do you want? And I guess deep down or my answer is always, I don't know. So let's talk about I don't know. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel almost inadequate and selfish. Why is that? Selfish because because I'm thinking about myself more than I'm thinking about like raising a child. Or It's a tough position to be in because the older you get, the more established you get in your routines. Right. So it, it's almost like, uh, like anything else, right? You, you spend all summer hanging out, right? And then it's time to go back to school and you're not very happy about it because it's going to interrupt your routine. Well, yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel like, do I have time for that? Am I going to have time for that? Am I going to be a good mother? I feel bad because I feel like it is a selfish for me not to have a kid. And I think that comes from the pressure that I get from society. The expectations. From friends. Yeah. And from, from family. You're a woman. On top of that, you're a Puerto Rican woman. You're expected to have kids. Right. And then I think to myself, why can't I? Why can't I do it all? What makes what makes me feel like I can't do it all? I shouldn't feel inadequate. I should feel like I should be able to fulfill all these roles because I see so many other women do it. And, and to me, they look like they're doing it very well. Well, and nobody ever says, for example, uh, I regret having kids. No, right? no like one's nobody, ever going to tell you that. Because if they did, it'd be like, you know, ostracized. Right. They'd be like, oh my God, you're you're the devil. Um, I feel like those people that quote unquote regret it or they don't want to say they regret it are like the people who will tell me or tell us like, oh, like we envy you guys for traveling so much or, you know, we live mm. vicariously through through where uh, how much you guys travel or how much you guys do. And, you know, they kind of do wish they had a little bit more freedom. And that makes me uncomfortable sometimes because we can be with couples who have kids right and we'll be talking and we'll mention a trip that we went on 
And they'll say something like, oh, yeah, I wish I could say, you know, that I can just pick up and go or I wish I could see that country. You know, that's like a fantasy for me. And then I'm like, "Ah, I feel uncomfortable because uh, I feel bad. Well, yeah, it makes me feel bad for choosing this lifestyle. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for sharing that. Right. Because it's not about the fact that you can't do it. I was just bringing up, for example, the time we went to South Africa, you know, when we were talking about, you know, crazy things we have done. And, and we went, you know, cage diving with great whites, you know, it had nothing to do with, oh, I wish I could just go and, you know, to another continent, you know, just to go diving with sharks. Right. But it's like, OK, so what are you saying? Are you saying that you wish you didn't have the kids so you could do that? Or are you saying that? I shouldn't be doing that because I should be raising kids. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like you can still travel and have kids. You yeah, know, but it's you, hard. <laughs> listen, I traveled with one and it was so impossible. I don't know how parents do it with more than one kid. I know. I wouldn't go anywhere. I don't even want to go out to eat with more than one. I took my son and my two nephews out for ice cream one time and I wanted to like pull my hair out. And we were only out for 20 minutes. It's too much, let alone traveling. Like some of these families travel with three, four kids to like Disney World. Oh my God. Do you know how much they age? You got to age like 10 years in that one week you're together. I mean, I feel like we're aging right now just talking about it and thinking about it. You see that? Maybe we're just getting too old. We're at that point. And that's the thing too, is that I feel like I am getting old. You know, I'm 40. Okay, people, I'm 40. And I am already considered advanced maternal age. I was considered advanced maternal age five years ago. Okay, so it's 35. When I turned 35, I thought to myself, I don't have anybody. I probably will just do this on my own. Wait, what do you mean? When you say do do this on your own, what do you mean? Well, have a kid on my own through IVF. Explain that. So IVF is the process of taking an egg and a sperm and putting them together in a lab, making sure that it develops into an embryo, and then implanting that embryo back into a uterus. Your uterus. Correct. So I presume it's your egg? Yes, and there are some cases where it's not your egg. But in this case, it would be your egg? Right, it would be my egg, and then I would pick the sperm. From? A bank. So 35 came and went, and you didn't do that. How come? 35 was shortly, right around the time that I met you. Ah, okay. Right, because I remember on our first date, I told you that. Remember, I told you that I was just going to do this on my own. I was just going to have a kid on my own if I didn't find anybody to have a kid with. I almost (laughs) didn't call you after that. I was like, okay, crazy on the first date. That was really bold of me to tell you that on a first date. But that was like how committed I was to like, to just having a kid. Yeah. You literally went, you know, I was on my way to the sperm bank and then you called. (laughs) So let's make this quick. If it's going to work out, if it's not, I got to know. You know, and I'd been surrounded by women who had chosen to do IVF or were in the process of doing IVF and I saw how stressful it was for them. I know someone who went and and paid for sperm and just used that sperm to have a child. How much? I don't know how much, but it was... I heard it's expensive. Yes, it's very expensive. Which is crazy, I'm I'm willing to say like more than $20,000. That's nuts. You know, she had bought enough sperm to try to have another kid and she tried again and she couldn't have another kid. But it worked once at least. It worked once and she had the one and then i know someone who tried for many years with her husband to do to to have a child and they couldn't conceive and they ended up having to use a donor egg so she ended up having to pick someone's egg wow pick someone that looked like her wow um so that then 
she could use that egg with her husband's sperm to have a child. And then that embryo was implanted in her. So she could at least carry it out. Right. She carried the child. And so you, I guess you feel like it is your child. Because imagine, I mean, I don't know how someone would feel like, do they feel like it's not their kid because it's not their egg? It wasn't, you know, technically half of you is not it's mine. Not, well, it's not their egg or their sperm. Well, yes, it's your husband. So at least, you well, know, it's. Well, what about the person who's like single, right? And let's say she needs somebody else's egg. Right. Because she's too old and needs somebody else's sperm and still wants to carry it. At that point, you're almost like, just adopt. Right. You just adopt. Hey, listen, I know somebody who did the IVF uh, several times mm-hmm. and they spent uh, over $60,000 and, and it didn't work. It didn't work. They don't have a child. Nope. See, that's, that's tough. And that's discouraging, right? It's like, okay, you're older. So what if you do have to use IVF? And how much is that? And that's an investment. And what if it doesn't work? But see, I'm also scared of like having kids when you're older because aren't you then more susceptible to having uh, uh, kids with illnesses? Yes. Or- so they say, you know, obviously the older the woman's egg is, the inc- there is an increased risk for like something like Down syndrome. And there, I don't know if this is completely true, but there was, they were saying that older men may be linked to like autism or ADHD type of symptoms in their children. Um, that's been like something that people have looked into also. And that's crazy because you can't like foresee that, right? No. It's not like you can get tested and or something. Or, well, for Down syndrome, yes, but something for like autism or ADHD or okay, te salga bien malcriado. Like you can't, you can't prevent that. No, there's no way of finding that out before you actually give birth to the. Wouldn't child. it be nice if you could like get that tested, <laughs> where you could be like, look, I just want to know si el va a salir bien malcriado. Just so that I can either uh, prepare myself or get the right belts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to be prepared. So the doctor could be like, este muchachito va a salir bien malcriado. Then you know up front. Okay, let's not go, ay, que lindo. Because we already know que va a ser bien malcriado. So, you know, I went to the ob not too long ago. And I felt a little bit of pressure from the ob because she asked me, so are you married? Um, do you want to have kids? Are you planning on having kids? What's your plan if you can't? And I'm like, whoa. Hold on. I don't know anything. Yeah, I don't relax. know. She was like, well, has anybody talked to you about this in the past? And to be completely honest, no, none of my other ob have ever talked about that with me. Um, obviously, because I'm 40 now. And so she's like, well, I'm going to give you the information to several clinics in the area that can help with things like IVF and just maybe get you some blood tests to see where you're at. And I'm, it's, it's just- interesting that she just assumed that that's what you wanted. In other words, she didn't really ask you if you didn't want to have children, well, right? Because that's another conversation, isn't it? Right. Well, I, I, you know, I guess because I said, I don't know, you know, because that's my answer all the time. Right. But it's, it's almost like presumed that you don't know, but that you will want to. Right. Instead of, I don't know, I may not want to. I think that as a doctor, you might want to have that conversation with your patient to, to say, hey, listen, if you don't, that's okay. If you do, here's some information. Yeah, and she might have told me that, but I was so in shock that I don't remember anything, really. <laughs> because she, this is how she went. So when are you getting married? Next year. Okay, so you'll be 41 when you get married? Yes. Um, and so then if you have a kid after you get married, you'd be 42. And I'm like, uh, I guess. Then she's like, because you're going to have a kid right away. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. She yeah. started this timeline. Yeah, just like your mom would. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. So that's when she was like, okay, okay, no, no big deal. Here's the information to these doctors. You know, figure it out. Kind of, you know, see if this is what you want to do. Go for an evaluation. And I was like, this is a lot of pressure. 
I mean, I get enough pressure from like my family and friends, not my doctors pressuring me. Yeah, I think she probably uh, called your mom right after you left and said, you know, and said, listen, I did it. I put the pressure on her just like you told me to. (laughs) I'm sure she did. It's a lot of pressure, right? I mean, it's from society, from your parents, from, from doctors, you know, it's a lot. I mean, I even get pressured by patients' parents. What do you mean? Like, I'll have parents come in and they'll ask me, like, so do you have kids or how many kids do you have? And I'm like, no, I don't have any kids. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is it? I'm like, I have godchildren and I have nieces and nephews, but I don't have kids of my own. But I know how to deal with kids. And wh- what do they say? And they're like, oh, okay. I mean, that's that's nice. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're not one of us. Thank you. Okay. You're not a mom. I usually respond by saying, hey, listen, I raised my fair share of little kids. I raised a lot of cousins I've raised my god kids you know my now my niece even though I'm far away um, since little I've been raising kids and that's why I went into pediatrics because I love children well I mean somebody would say well look you're a pediatrician I mean you're surrounded by kids every day I have tons of kids every day and I'm lucky enough that I can send them home at the end of the day why is that because <laughs> <laughs> most of them are like screaming and crying and sick and some days I just you know, I want to go home peaceful. You see, that's kind of the best part of being a fun uncle or a fun aunt. You can hang out with your niece and nephew, and, you know, if they're little, and then, uh-oh, you got to change your diaper, and then you just give them back to the parents, and then give them back to me when they're nice and clean. At the end of the day, they always go back to their regular parents. Or like my son. My son is now 12, going on 13. I don't got to change diapers. You know what I mean? I get to sleep through the night. That's big. I almost feel bad when I tell parents of young kids how many hours I slept the night before. <laughs> you know, they're like, how many? I go, I think I hit nine and a half. And they're I like, I hate you. And I, I go, well, here we go again. Why are you making me feel bad that I can sleep almost 10 hours a night? I get mad when I sleep less than eight. They're like, are you kidding me? I rejoice if I sleep five. And I'm like, that makes me feel horrible. I feel bad for them that they don't get to sleep in. No, they, they will tell you. <laughs> they will tell you as soon as you have kids, forget it. It all, Listen, it, it all changes. Yeah. When my son was born, there was at least a couple of years of this. I couldn't sleep straight. If you slept three hours in a row, you were like happy. Oh my God. He let me sleep till three. And then you got to be up. Why? Was he because he didn't sleep through the night? And well, so- at first they don't sleep right. through the night. You know, they're, you know, they're like, where am I? What's right. going on? I'm no longer inside the womb. You right. know what I mean? But, you know, you get used to it because what are you going to do? Not get up? Right. So you just deal with it. But once you get through it, you realize, oh, you know what? This is nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get to go to bed and wake up when I want. This is nice, too. I like this, too. I love my child, but I like this, too. You know? Yeah. Listen, I know people that are my age that have not had children, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know if I want to disrupt my routine anymore. I mean, that's how I feel. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I want to to not live this life where I can just kind of wake up or go to bed whenever I want or pick up and go whenever I want. Yeah, but the guy I know mm-hmm. is married to someone who now says she wants to have a kid. Mm-hmm. That's tough because they've been together forever. And they're equally, like, as old. But suddenly she's like, I want to have a kid because, you know, like, you know, one of her parents is, uh, you know, is close to dying. So, she you know, she wants to give them this right. before they pass. And I understand that. And so does he. But he's like, you know, we got to take care of them. Right. But then, but then I think to myself, again, uh, being selfish. This is like me being selfish. Who's going to take care of me when I get old? I don't have anybody to take care of me when I get old. Yes, I will. You Are you kidding me? 
There is no way you're gonna take care of me. What? Are you gonna bathe me and like clean me? No, that's that's you, no way. That's you see? Disgu- no, there's no way. I cannot bathe a- another adult. You're gonna put me in a home. No, I'm gonna have somebody come over. No, see, I don't. Being Latina, that's not what Latinos do. Our children take care of us when I get older, no. and I don't have a kid to take care of me when no, I get older. No, we will hire somebody who will be more competent and more professional than any child we could have. You know what I mean? Listen, I know my son. Are you kidding me? If I had my son taking care of me, I'd have to like remind him. I'd be like, hey, can you come here, please? Can you pick up the remote from the floor? I can't reach it. And he'd be like, all right. And then he would forget. Are you kidding me? I'd rather pay somebody who's constantly looking for my needs and who's looking out for my best interest. My son's going to be too distracted. Wait, so are we going to hire two caregivers for us or are we just getting one? One. Are you crazy? You know how expensive that is? One. One. Oh, my God. How are we going to share one caregiver? Easy. After she's done taking care of me, <laughs> then I'll be like, okay, go see if uh, Emily needs any no, help. No, 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 but no. But only after she's done taking care of me. That's not how it's going to work. We are getting individual caregivers. Okay, but I'm getting the younger one. No, and want, you're getting a male. You're I not want, getting a female. But what's the point? <laughs> what's what's the point if i don't get a young female what what older guy would say no, i want an older guy taking care of me i'm gonna take care of that even if i was certain that i didn't want to have any more kids i already have one right so I can't like tell you, no, we're not going to have any more kids. That's not fair. Right. And then sometimes I feel like he doesn't feel that pressure because he already has a kid. Yeah, I already you know? have one. There's no pressure from your parents to like have a kid because you have one and you have a boy. No, wait, no, no, there is pressure because they're like, oh my God, you're going to have one with Emmeline. I mean, you have one with Sandra. If you don't have one with Emmeline, does that mean you don't love Emmeline as much? It's like not a valid marriage. Right. If we don't have a kid. Right. It's not fair. It doesn't count. You know, in the eyes of God, no cuenta. In the eyes of your mother, no cuenta. Because she, right. she's the one that has the picture of you, Sandra, and Alexi up in the living room, an eight yeah. by ten. So yeah. yeah. So then our picture is just like, ah, es la novia. Yeah. Es la novia. I feel se... like I will uh, forever just be la novia. La novia. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're just traveling. They don't have kids. They just travel. That's the thing too. Like in your family's eyes, I feel like our marriage wouldn't be validated because I'm not. I didn't give you a child. Yeah, but you know what? You're the one that gave me happiness. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yes, look so at you. Because yes, so they know about me, you know, not being happy. I I've been divorced twice. Right. So they should just be like, you know what? As long as he's happy, no importa, whatever, whatever they have, it doesn't matter. They could just have plants. It's right. okay. So I feel like even friends have been like, don't let him like persuade you not to have a kid because he already has one. Just because he has one doesn't mean that you can't have See? one of your own. I'm the bad guy. You know, I'm the I bad know. guy. Oh, you know what? Usted ya tan, you know, older, but he's clearly set. So, you know, I know what he wants. He just wants to have fun. Right. But, you know, don't let him tell you. You make sure you set the standard. And that's the thing. Even if I knew I don't really have a say. Because the most I could do, right, even if I was certain that I didn't want to have kids, Mm -hmm. the most I could do is, like, persuade you. That's all I could do. Not to have a kid? Yeah. All I could do is be highly persuasive. (laughs) Like, hey, isn't this nice that we get to sleep in? Hint, hint. Right. Hey, you want to take that trip to Vegas? Isn't it nice that we can do this? Hint, hint. That's all I could do. Well, I think the other day you kind of did something like that, but you did it unconsciously. Like, when we were at uh, breakfast the other morning and there was a dad carrying, like, a newborn and what was the comment that you made when you saw him i'm like i'm tired looking at him because he had just come from the bathroom changing him like yeah and he had a chance to digest his meal yeah you were like those are not fun times those are just not (laughs) fun times you know and so when i hear that i'm like oh 
okay so maybe he doesn't want to have a kid then that kind of adds to like pressure like oh my god what do i do i don't really know what he wants but you've always said it is up to me that's right You've always said it's up to me. And it's just, and it's up to me to pray that God <laughs> convinces you not to have a kid. Come on. No, no, no. It's, we don't know. We don't know. But I do have a confession to make. What? That was not such an unconscious comment that I made. <laughs> and, and again, that's all I have. I could just be, you know, I could just hope to be highly persuasive. That's all I have. I, I don't have a brochure. All I have is my persuasion skills. I know, I know. I'm not holding it against you. It's okay. Because <laughs> again, it's my decision and it needs to be okay. It is. Mm-hmm. 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 So is sleeping in late. <laughs> So we're getting married next year. So we're going to start getting lots of questions. Are you going to have kids? When are you having kids? Yeah, it's not if. They're always going to say when. When. And how many. Right. And what are the names going to be? <laughs> so our answer, if anybody wants to know, instead of just asking us, listen to this podcast, because the answer is going to be, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And like you said, that needs to be okay. Now, obviously, we know the time frames. We know that we're not getting any younger. But we're also not going to have kids because of that. Right. No one has to remind me that I'm getting older. I know that. No, no. I know that too. Porque when we first met, you only had like a little piece de canas on the right side of your, uh-huh. of your hair. It was, you could cover it because uh-huh. you could sometimes put your hair down uh-huh. and you could gel it. You know, se veía. And now the canas have come <laughs> over to the other side of your head. And when you pull your hair back the way you have it now, <laughs> it looks like you've been like painting all day. And I'm like, can you wash that off? I've always said that I wasn't going to be a slave to the dye, but I do feel like it's coming to a point where I might have to dye I, the hair. Yeah, porque it's getting to the point. You know what I'm just saying? You don't want to be like that lady with like the long kind of gray white no, hair. No, that I would not do. Because they'll be like, oh, you got how many cats you got? <laughs> you know what I mean? Porque lo que falta son los gatos, you know, y la bata. Con el pelo largo gris, you know? <laughs> Thank God I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not allergic to hair dye. No, right? I'm not. So, yeah. So, what color would you get it? I don't know. I might, I don't know. I might think of doing it, like, before the wedding. Because I don't know if I want to have gray hair for the wedding. I need to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, they see that bride walking with gray hair. I can't gonna, do that. They're going to be like, ay, ya pa' qué? Why is <sighs> she getting married now? Mira, ya está vieja. Esa que tiene. Ay, bendito. I tell you. I thought I was going to be Hamona for the rest of my life. Well, you're going to look like a Hamona <laughs> walking down the aisle with, with, with your hair matching your dress. They're going to be like, ay, mira, ay, bendito. You're going to get that a lot. Usually, brides don't get that reaction when they're walking down the aisle. They usually go, oh, my God, she's beautiful. They're going to see you walking down. They're going to be like, oh, my God, está vieja. God, how old is she? They might not even ask us. They might say, you're not having kids, right? That's probably what they're oh going to ask us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Next year, you're going to have so many canas, and then my canas and my goatee is basically all white yeah. now. They're going to be like, um, you guys are not having kids, right? We just want to make sure you're not having kids, right? <laughs> Here's some uh, brochures and pamphlets on the dangers of having kids at your age. That was a podcast, Yelly Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Emeline Ramos. For more information on my shows, mi gente, you can go to elliecastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you sleep in late and you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Bye. The answer is, I don't know. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you just needed to say that yeah, again? Yeah, yeah.
I didn't even ask the question. <laughs> Nobody asked the question. Just in case you're going to ask, the answer is, I don't know. You're just getting ready for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. 